right, welcome to Ford Focus Podcast. Well, we don't give a fuck about Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, We've yeah. got better stuff to do. Yeah, I got someone text me right now about that. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the drama that happens with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, over under on if she gets proposed to tonight. Uh, she will not. No. But yeah, she will I- write a song. If she does, she'll write a song about it. If she doesn't, she will write a song about it. So either way, she's going to make a million dollars out of this. More than that. Everyone's waiting. Do you did you grow up listening to Usher? Yeah, yeah. I think in middle school dance they played Usher. What, it was what songs does Usher it do? Was considered uh, scandalous. What songs does Usher do? I don't know what they're called. If you played the <laughs> song, I would know hearing it, but I don't. I don't know their names. The oh, you homeschooled yeah. boy. Um, no, I was in school. I heard it. Okay. Oh yeah, you were dances. you were homecoming king. Excuse me. Yeah. Had a queen that wasn't me. That happened. But uh I think she's transitioning now into a man. Ford Focus Podcast episode four. Fun fact. We've been feeling really <laughs> good. We've got like some comments. It was we've not got, my fault. We've just gonna got, put it out there. Let it die. We've got some comments. <laughs> we've got some subscribers. My yeah. dad still watches, I think. Um, so thanks. If you watch us talk about women's hockey, that's pretty cool. Um, very exciting. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us. Just a grumpy old married couple. And I don't know anything about hockey. I don't know. It's, it's fun to learn. Um, in our prime, not old grumpy yet. That's true. But I do often describe you as a 35 year old man trapped in the mind of an 85 year old man. Yeah. I would say my mind is trapped. And um, yeah, I would say that's correct. Eighty-five-year-old man, uh, sense of humor of a twelve-year-old, mm-hmm. um, ambitions of an eighteen-year-old. So yeah, it all sounds about right. I was watching some some PWHL interviews the other day, and I I just want to do a fun thing. Okay, mm. pretend I'm like the hottie ESPN hostess, you know, not okay. hostess like broadcaster. You know? And I'm I'm interviewing you. I'm a I'm a player. I'm a I'm a professional hockey player. Give me your best like intermission pro hockey player interview. So I'm spiel. interviewing you. No, I'm interviewing you and you're giving oh. me Yeah, give me like give me the, the give me your best. Stereotypical answer. Yeah, give me your best. Okay. Uh yeah. what do you think we need to do in the third period to really turn things around during this game? I just think, you know, we just gotta play simple hockey, get pucks deep, um, finish our hits, you know, like play for each other. Uh, not about ourselves, it's about the team in the day. So, yeah, just got to get pugs deep and get pugs in net. <laughs> Stay out of box, be, play smart hockey. Yeah. No. Okay, so a couple of things I've been paying attention to the last couple of days. Stars of the Week are announced every Monday uh, for the PWHL. Um, stars of the Week this week were Natalie Spooner. <laughs> stars of the Week this week were... I'm going to give him his pack. That's my vocal. I'll edit all of this out. Oh. Started it. The microphone's right by him. It's supposed to be my helmet. Okay. Ow. God. This is going well. This might be our most entertaining <laughs> episode yet. Yeah. Stars of the week this week. Uh, number one, Natalie Spooner. She's Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I was telling you, we didn't watch this. This week has been really bad for us personally. Um, Financially. And emotionally um 
but our marriage is great. We're holding strong. It's not about that. It's everything else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Financially. Um, Toronto won four to one over Minnesota, which yeah. is like an upset of upsets. That surprised me too, because Minnesota has you have the best team in the league and the worst team in the league. Well, I mean, again, the two some odd game difference, and because the way the point system is set up, it's kind of deceiving. But just like special teams wise, like Minnesota has the better special team percentages, winning mm-hmm. percentage, goal per period percentage. So a little bit of surprise, but I mean that is the beauty of hockey is. Really, standings don't give a great indication of ability necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Toronto did a really nice job in preparation, and I'm just excited that Toronto got a victory. Okay, so no surprise. Second star of the week we've talked about her on the podcast before was Alex Carpenter from mm-hmm. New York. Yep. Um, she won both the game, got the game tying and game winning goal for New York last week. Um, and then third was Abby Roke. Um, she was in New York as well. She assisted on the game tying goal and the game winning goal. But the thing that I was curious about is when you look at the stars of the week, they have like a standings for all the players and like one star is like 30 points, second star is 20 points and third star is 10. And I, I might be off on that, but they're like, you get a certain amount of points if you get first star, second star, third star. And uh, then it like they have a standings list of all the players based on the stars they've gotten. Is that something the NHL does? I've never seen that before. And also, what on earth would that do or mean? Or does it uh, add more value to the player for like signing next season trades? Like, what is why? I yeah, I don't. The NHL, not that I know, doesn't do that. Yeah. So L. Alex Ovechkin did set a record for most empty net goals ever by any player. Fun fact. But, um, I mean, maybe that would help a player, maybe negotiations or – but I think that's completely just for the fans. It's, like, original. Because um, I you know, know like, where it would tie into if you gamble on games. That's where we're tied into online betting. Junior hockey does Star of the Week, so I'm not yep. I'm not foreign to the concept of Stars of the Week. I just never, like, knew it would or could be associated with, like, a point system. So yeah, I, just, I, I wanted I've never to get your that. insight. Like, it's a, I mean, it's a clever idea, and I think for for individual players, it probably helps motivate them. Um, I don't know if it's a cash prize or something at the end, but yeah, I to me, like that'd like be really good for people who gamble. contracts with bargaining power. I'm not worried about gamblers. Maybe, maybe, to, maybe in this league, yes, because there's so so few teams and players. Or, or. Maybe I am like shooting completely off the cuff. I don't know this at all. You know how in some contracts, I'm speaking to coaches, you have uh, certain bonuses that if you do X, you get X amount of dollars, right? Like if you get X amount of kids committed to college, you get five grand more like at the end of the year or whatever. Like I'm speaking in hypotheticals. You have incentives to a contract. Yeah. In pro hockey, it's probably like winning percentage, playoffs, championship. Maybe they have like it like ties that. into like contract incentives. Like if you get, you yeah. know, X amount of points, like you get five grand at the end of the year on top of your pay. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because it's more viewership for that program. Um, I've actually noticed not a that bad like, thing. All the same people they're putting out on the PWHL, not specific teams, the main PWHL Instagram. I see the same people all the time. Heisey is like fan favorite. Superstars. Sarah Nurse is a fan favorite. Um, 
uh, who's the other one I noticed? Abby Roke. She's on like every – it's all the same people getting the attention. And I wonder if that has a correlation to like their – Maybe it's part of the marketing mindset, I yeah. suppose. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like any league. The NHL is no different. Like you're going to promote your your superstars because those are the face of your face of the league, face of your organization. So. Yeah, but in your inaugural year, how do you figure out – who's gonna like get the people most excited and like put the same people on the social media you know what i mean like how did they determine that uh well i, I imagine the best players in the league determined that so they have a number of players that are coming in with already with olympic experience um, i wouldn't say that because marie philip is like the veteran of the league from what i know sure and she's not on all of the like, I'm not seeing her show up as much on all of the marketing materials. That being said, I think, I could be wrong, I think she's one of the older players in the league, yeah. not one of the younger gals. So, like, I wonder if that ties into it, too. Sells? No, it's not about sex. I don't think hockey is really a sexy sport, to be honest with you. It is um, women, women's sport. Like, some big wig up in that marketing is probably has slipped that into part of it, I imagine. I don't think this has to do with sex at all. I could see volleyball being like a sexy sport because like they aren't wearing clothes, but like these girls are stinky, sweaty in three layers of clothing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just like your best players, your superstars are the easiest way Everyone to Everyone assumes your... women hockey players are lesbians. It's not a sexy sport. <laughs> I well, mean, yeah, I mean. I guess lesbians yeah. could be sexy. I'll get off the soapbox, but like, I'm sorry. Lesbians are sexy in their own. Yes. We're going to get canceled. I know. I know. It's your fault. Well, um, no, I started it. Yeah. But I think you see what I'm saying. Don't cancel you know what us. I mean? We like, have two children that need to eat. That's like, how we get paid for I guess what I'm trying all. to say is a straight man wouldn't look at that and be like, oh, I have a chance because they all assume like softball no, is like but a stereotype. Again, a straight you know? guy, like, he's a better looking woman. He's going to stop and read necessarily. Okay. Not me because I'm happily married and yeah. I don't look at other women. No, I, I see what you're saying. But even Marie Phillips, she's, when I say older, I mean, I think she's like 32. You know? Sure. Like, she's not old. Right? Old <laughs> like, for pro, at least pro hockey players. But from a sex sell standpoint, 32 isn't old. So I don't know. I, I just think know. it's really interesting to like try that, to. That would be interesting to kind of dive, dive into, into figure out why like the same people are showing up over and over again as like the yeah. mainstays of the marketing and maybe and it's maybe, something to do with their contracts when they sign maybe that was part of their contract and maybe it's just the people who are more willing to do it like a quote-unquote older person you're not on social media like you have accounts but you don't post like you're not yeah, comfortable with that stuff and if you're 35 she's i think 32 don't quote me she might just not be up for that stuff as much she might not be the first one to raise her hand Versus, like, someone who's younger who's like, yeah, like, I want the exposure. I want the follows. I want the brand maybe. deals. Like, yeah, maybe. Because a younger girl might see the ability to make additional income from the fanfare yeah. and the follows. Like, that that makes sense. Where, like, a quote-unquote older person is will prioritize, like, protecting their privacy. Yeah, especially if they have a family. And I'm, I'm speaking in generalities, truly. Like, I don't mean to stereotype, but... I think that ties all into that all, like, the, the point system for first star, second star, third star, huh? They're two separate things. I, I started talking about, like, just seeing the reoccurring faces on social media and, yeah. like, some people just getting a lack of attention. Um, so you believe that more women should be promoted or... 
Well, yeah, there's so many players that I we haven't talked about on this podcast and that don't get a lot of attention, whether it's because they're not producing as much. I mean, that makes sense, right? But, I mean, every roster needs depth. So, I mean, those players matter, and I would yeah. like to know more about them, see them get more attention. like, And that could be just my own lack of research, too. Like, No, I mean, that's spot on. Like. Yeah. Again, the lesser, the lesser players aren't the ones typically who are selling tickets. Yeah, I mean, and it, that that's just the way it goes, I guess. The more productive you are, the more attention you get. The more attention you get, yeah. the more... Yeah, that makes sense. I watched uh, some of the um, New York and Ottawa game. Ottawa, um, admittedly, is not a team we've like paid a lot of attention to this season. Mm. Just We haven't caught any of their games. Like We haven't watched them on live stream. Um, for me personally, I've played more most attention to like Minnesota, Montreal, not even knowing that they'd be two of the top teams. They're just kind of feel closest to us. Ottawa was kind of dominating the play. I think it was February 3rd, this game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a 10-day break, which I also want to talk about later. But um, Ottawa was kind of dominating the play. I think they were up by three, and then... New York ended up scoring scoring three goals in the third period, like back to back to back. Um, part of that was Alex Carpenter, which is why she ended up being the uh-huh. second star, I think. Um, but New York ended up winning in an overtime uh, overtime win, which is kind of wild. Do you think they had no points up until the third period, and then just like came out hard? So. Kind of my question to you is like in in people who don't see the insides of hockey, right? Like, can only imagine what the coach is saying in between periods in the locker room. Like, what if if you were in that situation? Like, what do you find to be the most um, helpful when it comes to turning the energy around? Like, and I know I'm speaking to like coaching women versus coaching men, but like for you and what you do when like the energy's down, the morale is low, like, it's looking like this just isn't our night. Like, what do, mm-hmm. what do you find My to be game helpful? last night? Because this happened last night. They scored yeah. three goals in two minutes. But whatever you so, did so. in the locker room wasn't helpful. Yeah, no. <laughs> that ship kept sinking. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, like, can you think to a time where things have, like, turned around like no, that No, I for think you? it just it comes back to, like, you know, what is the mentality of the team? Like, what's your message? You know, what's your culture built upon? Um, some groups, like some groups have the personalities where like they, you can be really hard on them and you can challenge them. And sometimes that means give them a kick in the butt and they respond really well to that. Like I perform some really Some groups well. do not do that. They shrink into a little ball because they, like a lot of new younger players now don't take criticism very well and they just kind of sink. So yeah. like you have to kind of learn how to have a softer message. So it just comes down to it. Ultimately, at the end of the day, like, you know, coaches have, coaches have to set the pace. They have to kind of get a heartbeat when there isn't one. But it comes down to, like, your leadership group and your team. Teams that have good, strong leadership groups, like, they can usually manage those in themselves. Teams whose leadership group is, you know, maybe struggling or not as experienced, like, struggle in those, in those adverse moments, I would say. Yeah. Do you have, like, a tagline that's, like, worked for you in those situations? or like Figure the F out. That that works. It worked in the past. Is it like do recently. they do you think it's like 
when you say things like that, like the team like rallies for like fear of disappointing each no. other? No, well, yeah, sometimes. Like sometimes you just need one guy to kind of rally a group, um, whether it's a guy who just busting his butt out there or your goalie. So sometimes, you, like sometimes you make real. it about. Well, sometimes you have to make it about an individual because, like, you can never, you can't hide hard work. Guys who are yeah. the hardest working guys, they showcase themselves. And usually, those hardest working guys, as long as they're doing good details, like they're the best executing players. Mm. So sometimes you got to rally around those guys. And, you know, it might be your depth guys who everyone needs to rally around and be like, hey, we need to kind of show the same energy and support as them. Um, sometimes it's just being okay, realizing, like, hey, we had a really bad five. And we have to reset the clock and be better. <laughs> for um, those for those who don't know Coach Valancourt, that's like, God, I'm, I hate to be this morbid, but I think we're going to engrave this on your tombstone is win this five. <laughs> yeah. Win this five. The next shift mentality. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm just yeah but it, it's tough. I mean, because it sucks all the wind out of your sail and it takes, you know, like my group last night, it was the last two minutes of a period. So that's really tough to come back from because now not only are you going into the break, well, you've had no chance of kind of like building any energy back the other yeah. way, but um, guys just now they feel on their heels and like, so yeah. it's it's a really tough scenario. Yeah, I mean, I feel that you can apply that to anything. Like I'm in real estate, and I talked to you about this a couple weeks ago. You know, it's like I was just like I've been working really hard. I just need a little luck to catch some. Yeah, momentum. momentum's a real thing. Like I just need some momentum, you know. And I feel like with anyone's profession, like it feels like sometimes in life too, like when it rains, it pours, and you just need like one lucky bounce to turn things around. Like once you get like a shift in a positive direction, like yeah. all of a sudden you get one goal, and you know everyone changes. Everyone's like attitude changes. It's like okay, we can do this. We're still in the fight. Yeah, but you earn your lucky bounces. Just like it's hockey, you earn your lucky luck. bounces. It's no different in life. Like, but momentum's a real thing. Like when you have momentum, you want to carry that momentum. You know, stay on the present. Like if the other team has momentum, you've got to find a way to quiet them down and regain mm -hmm. it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's that's tough in a game like that. Like they had the other night, that's a pretty tough situation to be in, um, whether it's a coach or as a player. But, yeah, again, it's so it. much harder at the pro level, too, because – you know, every mistake is a big detail. Every mistake leads you to a goal or mm -hmm. a chance for. Mm -hmm. So when you don't have the momentum, like, you know, that's why sometimes coaches are, you know, things go south. They just call they call a timeout just to kind of, like, calm the group down. Like, all right, we just yeah, need a second. Yeah. Um, plus, it gives the other team a second to kind of, like, dewind over there. Yeah, because they've got the momentum, right? You need to stop yeah. it. That makes sense. I never thought about, like, timeouts, though, is that kind of tool. Um, yeah. That's, that's a really interesting insight. Thanks for sharing that. Um, next up, so next games, we've had a bit of a break. Um, well, they had an all-star break going on. Yeah, they have an all-star break going on. Um, I, that's why the 10 days. Um, I saw they just announced on their social media they're doing like a Team Canada versus Team USA where they're combining. Yep. That's not a part of the all-star, is it? Uh, I think it. It was so vague. Like there They did wasn't, a three and three. It's different. It's different because this is new. So they announced it, but they didn't say like. So no, I don't think that's because All Star Weekend already passed. Yeah, they didn't say the days, the times, or like where you could watch it because it seems like every team, like Minnesota, streams on Bally Sport. Um, the Canadian teams stream somewhere different. Like everyone has a different network, network that they have agreements with, which is really odd. 
Um, cause like if I wanted to watch all the games, like I'd have to subscribe to three different things. Well, I bet there's gonna be a ton of bragging rights in that game. Cause Americans love to be Canadians at hockey. Canadians hate to lose. Yeah, Americans they like at hockey. split everyone up, but they didn't say when the game was. So that I, I feel like that'll be super interesting. Oh, maybe they'll do that um, after the season or. It's hard because the season ends. I think the last game is the 28th of this month. The regular well, I guess they're doing it after then. Maybe. Or maybe it's a part of this 10-day break and they just announced it late. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Um, but that's another, like, I was looking at it and I was like, I want to know more. I want to watch it. But they just listed the rosters of each team. And I couldn't tell. I was like, is this a joke? Is this supposed to be funny? Is this you sure actually this happened during the... Awesome no, I don't movie? think so. But that's another problem, right? Like, whoever's doing their PR and I been like really hounding on them like i want more information like it yeah. didn't say like click the link in our bio and i went on their website and i didn't see anything about it so yeah their website's like, not great i just wish i i just wish i had more because i want to be a good fan i want to be involved and it's like it's almost like they make it hard sometimes like whoever does their marketing mm, it's like it's growing pain i'm sure yeah but, but like if you're gonna do that, people are gonna want tickets. Like, is it open to the public? Like, is it a joke? Like, it's hard yeah. to tell with social media these days. Like, is this just a funny thing? Because everyone knows like Canada versus USA is like a funny thing, or like I don't know. But yeah, ten day break. Um, first game back for most teams is Valentine's Day, um, and then they only go to the twenty eighth for regular season. It's pretty quick here. That is quick. So they play. That's like two how, weeks worth of games. How many games are they playing then? Just 20? Well, it's two weeks worth of games. So they play mostly Wednesdays and Sundays. So we Valentine's Day is now. a Wednesday. Were they at 10? That would 12. be one, two, three, four. Four more games. Yeah, that's a short season. Sure. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Maybe we can make like a postseason game. They play one in Minnesota. I mean, I'm assuming. Knock on wood, I don't want to be bad luck, but I'm assuming Minnesota makes a postseason. There's only six teams, so how do you do a was it just down to four? But then how I do you have they would do the top four? But then that's a pretty short playoff, right? It's, it's just like teams. two games. So, right? Well, I mean if I don't know what they do for a playoff. Oh, series. best of three. You know, are they gonna do best of three, best of five, best of seven? I, I best assume Best of seven. Who do does that? best of seven? And I Joe. Oh my god! Best of seven. You gotta be a warrior to play in the NHL. Um, Aren't you tired? <laughs> like I don't want to yeah. watch seven games. If you win the Stanley Cup, you oh, get no. what? If you win a Stanley Cup in the NHL, you have two oh, months. Here, it's a month and a half off, and you go in training camp. Best so of seven. I'm guessing, how many times? Uh, you would do. I think it's so you have to four win rounds. You have to win three games or four games. Well, it's best of seven, so you gotta win the first to four. So you have to win four games in a row to keep it as short as possible. Yeah, four or four out of seven. Oh my god, that yeah. sounds miserable. I don't want to watch that much. <laughs> That's too much. That's the best time to watch it. That's too know. much. Like almost any sport, I love playoff. You do too much. That's too much. No, no, no. So I don't know. Maybe there'd be the best of three though, because their game schedule is what I'm gonna guess. It's gonna be best of three. How do you not? How do you have a roster deep enough to deal with that many injuries? Guys play hurt. I should, um, yeah. I should show you some of the, like the injury reports that come out after like the NHL season is done because they you, it doesn't you don't make those reports public during the season. Mm. Um, 
But it is amazing when some guys will play through in the NHL. You played with a broken collarbone. Yeah. But that's hockey. Like, it's a different mindset than, in my opinion, some other sports. I am, I am terribly biased. I don't know. Like, I like the PDO. I don't want a best of seven in anything. I don't want. I don't. Yeah, want... I don't know. I'm guessing it would be a best of three series, um, just because of like their schedule as it is and like length. That would make the most sense. Yeah. How would you have like a short season and then a best of seven yeah, playoff? I mean, that would be silly. When you've only played each other like maybe eight times. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, I would think it'd be like best of three. That would make the most sense to me. Yep. Best of seven. That's crazy. You didn't know that. Oh my god, no. When have I ever watched like an entire playoff series of the yeah, NHL? Good point. I literally don't care about men's hockey unless you're involved. Mm. I'll watch you play hockey. Fun fact, I John and I have been together almost eight years. I've seen him play hockey once, one time. And that was I was very pregnant with Bellamy. So not long ago at all. Uh that was during the Coast Guard. Yeah. The Coast Guard tournament thing. Yeah. Yeah. We won. We won, we won the tournament. But, uh, yeah, that was my first time playing in two years with, with like, gear on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was struggling. No, you did great. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I got today, you know, talking about the, the star of the week point system. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, just a couple weeks here till we're headed towards playoffs. And <laughs> maybe if we're lucky, we'll catch a, a playoff game live. But – a busy time of year for you i mean yeah we've got our end of our season coming in playoffs as well so mm-hmm. but it coincides right at the same time because you're into regular season is the end of february too yeah end of our season is beginning of march so mm-hmm. we go longer than that yeah your last game is march 2nd mm-hmm. march 3rd whatever so <gasps> thank you to our fans our subscribers we hope uh you glean something from this. Now, I think it's really interesting for people to be able to like hear some of the insights about like how sometimes coaches' contracts work, players' contracts work, like um, you know what coaches do to turn things around in the locker room, that sort of stuff. You don't really get in a lot of other sports podcasts. So share with your friends. My mic. <laughs> find us on uh, Instagram forward focus PWHL and uh, we will see you next time you live in Wisconsin or buying or selling a home Mara Valencourt Century 21 Toma <laughs>